Good uh, day. Good day. Uh, Getty Lee is here from Rush. Uh, hi, Getty. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother, Doug. How's it going, Getty? Oh, it's going pretty good. Good day, eh? Good day. Good day. Uh, thanks for coming down to do our hit. Well, it's my pleasure. Eh? Did did our lawyer call you? Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, 10 bucks is 10 bucks. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the music. You can't have the Pretender's first album. That's mine. I bought it. You did not. The catchphrases. Did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? And the wannabes. Sometimes I see you dance around the house in my underwear. Doesn't make me Madonna. Never will. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It is your host, Steve Spears from TampaBay.com. And with me, the black, he's back, and he's smiling at me with a face full of uh, wonky candy. <laughs> it can only be Sean Daly. Good day. Good day. <laughs> and our other friend here, Kathy Wass. Hello, everyone. And uh, if we're talking like this and we're acting like idiots, it must be Rush Day on the show. Yeah. And we're not, I'm going to say well, this right now. <laughs> We're not going to try to tell you all about Rush today. Because no, because you already know it all. If you're a Rush fan, you know far more about the band than we will ever know. Yeah, and like some a-hole like, <laughs> sent me more letters. Yep. So we're just going to tell you about uh, the last... We were actually... Sean and I actually went and saw Rush uh, play here in Tampa Saturday night at the Ford Amphitheater. Two of us together. Yep, finally. Clothing optional. Hey, you guys had shirts on when you came in here. There's something happened to them, huh? <laughs> Wow, I'm sorry I missed that. Yeah. You would yeah. you would have doubled the count of women at the show. You <laughs> I know it. <laughs> That's not true. I got some angry letters about that too. Oh, okay. Well they couldn't blame me. Well Steve was uh blogging, live blogging from the Rush show. Um and he would scamper back. He would leave me in our, our pretty good seats. Pretty good seats. Pretty good seats. Uh and uh we had press seats that we paid for. And then we yes. were reimbursed. But Steve would scamper back and blog and I would sit there scribbling notes. In my notebook, and I reviewed. Uh, I reviewed the show, did a live yeah. review. But Steve had monster, monster hits and uh, audience for his live blog. Yeah, yeah. special call out to all the people from RushIsABand.com website because they linked to us on Sunday, and uh, our traffic just went through the roof as a result of that. But yeah, we did blog live during the show, and so, we had the set list in advance, so we knew. I knew what songs I could disappear for, which quite a number of songs. Because I mean, of, the, of, of how many songs were in that set list? I only knew eight of them. Wow. Of the really? entire set, which only. are about seven more than I knew. Yeah, <laughs> as long as you were there for Dreamline, which was by far the best. And I came back for Dreamline. Song they yeah. did all night, and What's... I got pummeled for that. Really? For saying I that? actually liked the show. I liked the show, and people were still ripping on me. Yeah, boneheads. I, I made the mistake of calling them prog pop, which I, I I figure they're prog, but prog. no, prog. I don't think they're, I would. You know, and so because I'm like, hey, you know, all these songs like closer to the heart and. And Spirit of Radio. I mean, all these things have incredibly catchy hooks built into this complex musicianship. And who gives a bleep if I call it <laughs> prog pop? But these guys, I like the show. And on my blog, when we post, Steve posted the review on my blog, instead of people saying, yeah, good review, Sean. Great job. I like Rush, too. 
We're like brothers. No. They're like prog pop. Think you need to listen to a few more albums. Dreamline, the best song of the night? I agree with Joe. Listen to a few more albums. How about giving a little homage to Passage to Bangkok? Not like you hear it live on every tour, amigo. Douchebag <laughs> called me amigo. Amigo. And I liked it. They're crazy. And then one guy, Dino from Tallahassee, he liked it. But then I got mail to him. We'll read more of my, uh, my mail later. Yes. I had comments on my back. blog as well, but they were, they were mainly nicer because they are mainly my usual audience from you know, Stuck in the 80s Crusade. Yeah. They were much more tolerant. But, but I did have this one nasty one from some guy named Matt <laughs> saying, lame review, dumb jokes, bad observations, the new songs totally kill live. It's, it, you know why I wanted to do this review? And uh, uh, I, wanted, I, I didn't really have to. They got 15,000 there, and that's a news story. So, but I could have sent someone else. But I wanted yeah. to be at the Rush show. And I'm not the biggest Rush fan. I'm a casual fan. I know the hits, and I like them, if you can call them hits. But I wanted to go because these fans are so effing bonkers. Yes, they you are. Know? They and are. I knew, and I told Steve before I reviewed I'm like, no matter what I do, I could say this is the greatest concert of all time. And these weirdos, <laughs> not weirdos, I'm sorry, but... They're passionate about their band. And I knew no matter what I said, they'd still rip on me about it. But I, I kind of love that about them. And so I had fun. Yeah. I really, I enjoyed the show. It was like three, more than three hours yeah. long. I didn't, you know, yeah. um, there weren't that many songs. But I, and I thought they had a great sense of humor, too. They did have a great sense of humor. In fact, one of the things that we did on the live blog during the night is we, we asked the question because we had these photos of Alex Lifeson playing guitar and in front of him and you can't you couldn't have seen this unless you were really up close um there's all these photos of there's all these little barbie dolls that were standing up right by his uh monitor or whatever it is you know oh, yeah. so there's all these little barbie dolls standing there with little signs in their hands and uh, so we had we'd put we put the photo on our blog during during the show and we we asked the question you know what's up with the barbie dolls and um somebody actually uh they they emailed back and said uh, uh the next day and said that's that's a rush you know, inside joke that the fact that no girls ever go to their shows. It, well, yeah. So, and so, the, so <laughs> which that, begs my question. I want to know if there's a girl out there that likes Rush. Jeez, well, there was a lot of girls yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, there okay. were a lot of girls there, and they okay. weren't even girls that looked like dudes. I mean, they were. They were. No, like I'm not girls saying that. Dresses. I just have never. I've never understood Rush. I, I'll there give were it a right lot there. of people doing sexy dances to. Uh, like like Neil Peart's drum solo, Steve yeah. about one. Okay. We were, yeah, we were we were sitting there. And it was amazing. That's probably the most um, bizarre moment of the night. Is here's you know Neil Neil Peart or Pert depending on uh, Peart uh, is how he prefers it. Is he prefer- rhymes with near Peart? Ah, gotcha. Well, anyway, Neil, as I like to call yes, him. Yes, because you don't know are, him. When when he and I are riding alone our together. Uh, he goes on his like ten minute long drum solo, and the, and yeah. the woman three or four rows in front of us just starts. She gets on top of her chair and starts swaying and moving, doing some sort okay, of sexy so there pole are some dance. Girls out there. Okay. Kathy, I want to ask you: Why is Rush a boy band? I I don't. That's a good question. I have never been really interested, but I've had friends for years, mostly drummers. I have apparently a lot of male drummer friends who have just been obsessed with Rush for years. I can understand that, but I just I. It, I don't hate them. It's not Huey Lewis for me. It's not like that. But I'm just kind of indifferent. But you like Cheap Trick, right? And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and maybe it's, maybe they band. need to be shorter songs. Do you like Canadian music in general? Oh, you know I love Canadian music in general. Do you like Canadian general. rock music, though? Yeah, the thing is, you, yeah, lo- you yeah, like yeah. Canadian music, but you don't like most don't, Canadians. 
Isn't that no, true? No, I love Canadians. I oh, it's Alaskans. The Alaskans. Yeah, you don't it's mind. the Alaskans. I, I don't forget. like. I screw that up. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, I think it's because they they deal with uh, you know pretty intense, complex allegory in their songs. Uh, some sci-fi. I think I, I, I believe yeah, I call them uh, ACDC with a degree in um, psychology. Yeah, uh, they're a little bit Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Now you know, Neil does all the lyrics of too, syrinx. right? Right. Am I correct here that Neil does most, most of the lyrics? Most of them, right? Yeah, which, which so. is a little unusual. You don't see that every day. No, you don't. Um, speaking about Neil Peart, Peart, his drum solo is amazing. It was sexy and fun and. You know, at one point he stood up and his whole kit rotated around. He started mm. banging on some some new stuff. Did um, he do it upside down? Though? But I called like, him. Uh, I called Tommy Lee. <laughs> I called in my review. I called Neil, Neil Peart Pe- Pe- the uh, the most worshipped drummer in Rockdom. Yeah, I think well, that's safe. I got an alive. email I mean, from Rob. John. Rob, it looks like he's from Tampa Bay. He calls himself Browns fan, and Rob says, "Dude, read your review of the Rush concert." Uh oh. While I agree with you on most everything, I've got a bone to pick with you. Sorry to say, Neil Peart, while a very accomplished drummer, is not the most revered drummer of all time. I didn't say revered. He's already misquoting me. Uh-oh. Shake the cobwebs. Can you say John Bonham? Bonham. And then he puts in that. Led Zeppelin, as if I wasn't going to get that. <laughs> or how about Keith Moon of The Who? Okay, so the greatest think li- living. Think a little harder and give those folks their due. So you can't. There's no. There's no pleasing either the Rush fans no. or the. Uh, okay, so you had to say alive. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I should say, and I should say this up front. I, I really, the, like I said, the reason I want to do that show is because they're they're crazy fans and they're loyal, and I and I really like that these people are just as passionate as I am about writing it. So it's cool yeah. that with the people are are taking issue with this, you know, because it's all it's it's very very personal to them. I guess it's personal oh, yeah. to me too. But uh, it, just it's pretty a little. Crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's funny, but I get this stuff all the time, yeah. all the time. Now, did you reviewed their new album, right? So I gave they, it a B minus, which for you is like a A minus. Really. Am I tell you think I'm tough? I'm well, not. I'm not really friendly with the A's. It's, it's, it's you don't hand out A's very often. No, I don't uh, think you should. But, so B minus is a good is a good grade for you. I think anything a, a B minus in school, I was doing cartwheels. Exactly. I got a B minus in college. Not everyone can get straight A's but, like me. Uh, yeah, and I got all oh, these guys. I, I got this guy. I thought I read his. I, I thought I read that uh, that email once, but he just this guy unloaded on me that I was a creep and a jerk and I was a joke and I I reviewed American Idol. What I know about Rush, and I'm like, dude, I gave it a B minus. I liked it, but he was just again. You can't please everybody, especially Rush fans. They're hard to please, but they welcomed us with open arms at the show, didn't I? Didn't they, Steve? It's because we didn't tell anybody who we were. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> we because you went incognito. You were wearing masks. Yeah. So, so let's talk about our favorite song of the night for a second. <sighs> well, here, all right. Let me find oh, those letters. Okay. I think that's a personal thing, though. If it's your favorite song know, of the that night, that is crazy. Well, that's no. what I said too. I can't believe these people are, are questioning which song I like best. No, happy. Uh, that, that is nuts. Yeah. And they're like, "No, Passage of Bangkok." What's our rule when we say Bangkok? Come here, <laughs> come on. Um, but uh, oh, puppies. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. Everyone, I don't know. I, I want to say that the, the song that I was looking forward to the most, and Sean didn't get to see it because he was busy writing his review at the time. Yeah. Oh wow. Which you know. What I care so much about Rush that I didn't even read your blog. I admit oh, it. Nice. I know. I didn't. I wasn't one of the sixty million people that have read it now, like on the boards. But what did you think of my review? I didn't read. 
Don't you read the same Pete Times? I do, you but... You could have found my review like eight different places. I, I know, and I glossed over it every... I was like, wow, Rush, next page. Oh, oh look, wow, a sale look. at JCPenney's. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just read my stuff? Because it's enjoyable, no matter what I'm writing I about. read all your other stuff. Come on. I, d- I just didn't care. I, I tried to muster... But that's my job is to I make know. you care about whatever I'm writing. I know, about. and it, you can't do it with this. I'm sorry, Sean. That's just the way it's going to be with some people. I know. I'm um, sorry. But I can't. But, what can I? I you but, know? But here's my point, though. This, the one song I was looking forward to the most. I know Sean was looking forward to it. It just worked out timing wise. He couldn't be there to hear it. Was uh, but I saw it on the TV and oh, did you? Press well, then great then. So yeah. they uh, they had the little characters from South Park came on to introduce it. That was that was kind oh, of amusing. See? And um, they're and then the next thing you know, <laughs> you hear these haunting. <laughs> Notes. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. And I say haunting because I have no, I still don't really know what that song means for the most part. I've always, I always, that's like my ongoing joke with Rush, you know, is that someone please explain to me what uh, Tom Sawyer is all about. But. Oh, well, well, you you didn't like their it. version. You thought they kind of phoned it in a bit. You know, I think and that was my thing, you know, because they did play a lot of new new material that night. And I think I wrote in my blog later on after I thought about it some more that they really do wail on the new material. Yeah. It's much, they play it much better and much with much more intensity than the older stuff. I mean, I, they've probably played Tom Sawyer a hundred thousand well, times. that's the thing. I mean, this stuff is new and fresh. But it was, it was still really it's gotta good. It's got to be exciting you to know, do I, new stuff. I had to sit there and watch the whole little drum roll by uh, Neil Peart at the end. And, and then once I once I had seen that, I didn't really care about Passage uh, from it's Bangkok. It's weird saying I didn't, I didn't stick <laughs> You just want to say it 16 it's, it's times. It's weird saying Neil Peart, isn't it? Yeah, Peart. after 20 after years. It is. Of, no one, I, you know, I... They say it wrong in movies and stuff too. They? Yeah. they always talk about it. Gaffs like School of Rock. They call them per. I think they call them per. on freaks and geeks ago. too. When they talked about uh, a couple more things about the band's sense of humor, we touched on one. They had um, Bob and Doug McKenzie, who you heard at the beginning of the show, uh, introduce the Larger Bowl, which is a new, um, which is a new song, the Larger Bowl. And they did this thing with potato chips. Yeah, I missed that. I was uh, that was cute. That was fun. Even though Rick Moranis looks like he's about ninety-seven. Really? Yeah. Well, he probably looks good though. Probably. And um, Getty Lee, who doesn't perform in front of bass amps, but he always performs in front of um, something wacky. He was performing in front of, uh, of rotisserie chicken machines. Ovens. Yeah. What? Yeah, you can yeah. see them. Rotisserie chicken ovens right there. And Steve, oh. weren't you saying that last tour or like one of the previous Washing tours, machines. You played in front of washing machines. Washing machines. So in a lot of them. They were actually had clothes going around. And, and that night, the, the chickens were going around. Although I don't think they were real chickens. But. They were real chickens. <laughs> don't real don't chickens. get, don't get you know pita. What? You know how many people on the rushesaband.com website were talking about the rotisserie chickens and saying how after four hours of staring at the rotisserie chickens, they were just nothing but Durant. really starved. Oh, that's really funny. By the end of the show. And that's I was funny. even getting hungry by the end of the show watching the you rotisserie chickens. You could have like chickens. sponsored by, do, do the they still have uh, Kenny Rogers roasters out there? No. <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> Kenny. So, um, but anyway, so... Dreamline was my favorite song of the night. I believe that was the song that closed the first set. It did close the first set. Not sure why Rush fans don't like this song or don't like admitting to it. But I had one woman, Josette, emailed me, and it was a really sweet email. 
And she was saying, hey, great review. I really, you know, you're, um, you know, she likes some of the lines in it. And I said, thanks, Josette. Glad to hear I made at least one Rush fan happy. And she said, yeah, I saw the comments and laughed. People need to relax. However, I thought you got off easy for saying the Dreamline was the best song in the show, he, he, he. I thought you would catch a lot more grief for that. No way, dude. I mean, like, I like Dreamline, and I even sang along, which most people were embarrassed to do. But you cannot compare that to Witch Hunt, Natural Science, or even any of the new songs. Come on. She actually said, come on, Josette. So Josette was really, really nice, oh, but for some God. reason, I, I want to get to the bottom of why no one likes Dreamline. Was it like, I don't know. I can't. Was it from like a bad movie, like is Short it, Short Circuit 2 or something exactly. like that? Exactly. Is it the guilty pleasure you can't admit? So. I, there's nothing wrong with that song. I love that song, and I couldn't sit through Natural Science or Witch Hunt again to, if you paid me. I mean, I don't mean to, to, to belittle the Rush fans, but those aren't two of my favorite songs. But hey, you know maybe that's why Rush is such a is such a, a liked band because I mean people have really strong opinions about a lot of different songs. I mean I like their older stuff, but not their old old stuff. I mean I can live without ever hearing Working Man again or or Closer to the Heart. But I mean I love everything from which I didn't do. No, they didn't do anything from their first. Didn't two- do Closer to the Heart. Didn't do Red Barchetta. Didn't do um, Roll the Bones. Yeah. Time stands still. Nothing from Twenty One Twelve. So yeah. I mean, they got a lot of stuff out there. You can't play everything. You can't uh, yeah, please but, them all. But if you're playing, are you a, you're especially, like a Rush apologist yeah, now. Well, no, I'm just saying. Around. I'm just saying. You know, especially. I mean, come on. You know, they're trying to tour on a new album. Here's so. here's one comment that I just got on my blog today about uh, about what we did that night. And um, here it says, "Thanks for the Rush blog and the great review. I've seen them six times, but not in the last ten years." By the way, this is from Kevin F. And I'm hoping that's not Kevin Fenderline. Okay, Fed. No, Fender, because Fenderline. 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 First of all, <laughs> ten years ago, wouldn't he have been like eight? Anyway, here's what he keeps saying: They were very tight, playing old and new with equal energy, which is which hasn't always been the case. I thought Nia was going to bash the drums into the ground during mission, and I think even Sean and I were saying it sounds like they blew out a drum at one point, right? Because he was banging on him so hard. Almost as impressive as a solo, Steve. That warmed over look of Neil's is actually his intense concentration to play perfectly. Because I think I made a comment on my blog that it looked like he was grumpy at, at best for most of the show. Anyway, well, um, yeah. uh, that's I what drummers look like. Sorry. And I love hearing different stuff live. I tire of the hits. I got my mandatory shirt and program during Spirit of the Radio and Tom Sawyer. Can you believe someone would leave their seats to. Uh, that's the end of the show, dude. Anyway, oh, and the Barbies and Mr. Potato Head, welcome to the Rush sense of humor. And welcome, Mr. Daly, to the Rush fan club. What is that supposed to mean? I, I guess, I guess you know. Are the, they going to haze me? No, I think they just mean, uh, you know, glad you, that they, so they kinda, won you over. I mean, it sounds kinda, like they're embracing you with open arms. You know, I guess I kind of wrote the review. I mean, I didn't say, yeah, I don't really think it's cool when critics are like, well, I have no idea what's going on here. But I guess you can kind of tell that I was a casual fan. And I, you know, it was more like kind of like a field study of what was going on. Yeah, but yeah I yeah. really had fun. I mean, I had a good time. I, I you know, two wait tunes, tunes, tunes. I gotta have a tune. We're sitting here talking, yeah, 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 blabbering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the Rush fans have turned us off by now. <laughs> Let's play another one of our favorites from that night. Let's play the song they opened up with. Okay, from uh, Moving Pictures. This is Limelight. Those who wish to be must put aside the 
great song. That was an interesting uh, song to open up with. Not, you know what's kind of interesting, too, is they start laying into the song at the beginning of the song. It, they started at around 7.45 that night. I don't think a lot of people knew the concert was going to start that early. Right. And, and for a, a show that had such an amazing light show, couldn't really enjoy it for like no. the first hour. I mean, the right. sun was actually in my eyes, glaring. Yeah. It was uh, kind of rough. So anyway, the concert ends, and Sean writes his review, and then we hop in the car to go home. And first, we're going to go to the uh, Seminole Hard Rock Casino. The Hard Rock Oh, because it's right around the corner. Yeah. yeah. To, to kick and back. there's like everyone from the show is going over there. And yeah. so I'm driving, and we're dead sober. <laughs> Steve and I are dead sober, just yeah. really. Well, because you were I working. Because we were working. And uh, dying for a drink, and we say, oh, it's too crowded in the Hard Rock. And we're, as we're, we're, it's kind of gridlock as we're driving by. And I'm looking in my um, side view mirror, okay? And I see this kind of white van is slowly kind of coming up. And all of a sudden, this kid tries to uh, run across the street, and pow! The white van hits the kid. Oh, my God. And the God. kid goes flying, and this, this blonde woman, she's kind of decked out, pretty hot she gets out of her van and she's like stay down stay down and this kid is like i you know i don't know how bad the, the oh, van hit him but there was a cop right behind me and all of a sudden the cop oh, you know okay. puts on its lights oh, wow. and everyone goes over there and the kid's like you know kind of like staggering around then he sits down oh and he has buddies with him and they look like they were just like stoned out of oh, gore well, you know yeah. Probably like, a little drunk. Maybe that's yeah. why I could get back but up again. It was again. crazy. And I'm like giving Steve the whole play-by-play, -play, and Steve can't really see it back there. But God. that was kind of uh, I hope he didn't. To... Wow. I hope he didn't walk away like Steve Baders did and like died of internal injuries uh, later no, I'm on. Sure he's fine. Wow. Uh, okay. I hope he's a Rush fan. He's durable. Yeah. He's so, durable. That's, what, so then that's we get, what you could say. So then we go home. We decide to, to First go. First, we get lost on the way home. We got lost on the way home, even more sober than How before. How do you do that? We took the wrong turn on Hillsborough Avenue. Steve drove me through the Hood. Through the and hood. then we went, we got uh, like 16 chalupas a piece. <laughs> oh. Went back to Steve's house and I uh, and watched the wedding crashers. That's how cool we are. <laughs> yeah. And then I got and Steve fell asleep. And then I got the hell out of Dodge before Spears started uh, snoring. snoring, which yeah. is just terrifying. I won't do the impression <laughs> again because even set you know screws up my system. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. It was fun. It would have been fun to go to the hard rock. And yeah. Toast. Yeah. We had a great, and so Steve was actually uh, pretty brilliant uh, putting this stuff up for uh, everyone to read because tons of people were just going to that. Even though when you link to me, you link back to '80s again. Did you see the the link was screwed up again? Jeez, yeah, I'm sorry. About oh, that. more well, hits, doubling his hits. Doubling. It was hits. fun. So what are we gonna do? We might do Def Leppard in the future. Yeah. yeah. Def Leppard, Foreigner, and Sticks, Springfield. We'll definitely do that again. We'll team up. I got my Rick Springfield tickets in the mail today. Um, he's playing Aww. at Ruth Eckert Hall with. Eddie Money and John Waite. John Waite. Oh. I'm looking forward to seeing John Waite. Some of the baby stuff. Kathy won't be able Be to make it. No. And uh, she'd like to say why. Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Wow. I, oh, are we doing I this? Thought, wow. Well, because um, I'll be gone by then. Kathy is moving to the great city of Seattle. I am. I'm going West Coast. And she will be, um, she'll be calling in every now and yes. then. But basically she is leaving... Stuck in the eighties. I've got a few more episodes. Don't kick me out the door yet. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sneak in all her favorite shows that yeah. we haven't done yet yep. between now and the time she leaves. But Witch figured. Rush was right up there, so thank God. How many shows do we have left <laughs> uh, before she leaves? Uh, wait, two or three, maybe. Two or three, maybe. But if you want to leave a special uh, goodbye message for <laughs> Kathy, you can always go to our blog and call our one eight hundred number and leave a special. In goodbye. fact, I encourage listeners to Please do. Please do. That. Yes. Are we gonna Are we gonna do a goodbye to Kathy show? Uh, probably something like that. Yeah. 
I don't know what okay. it'll be. We've, we've got some good shows coming up. We're going to do... do. Uh, I know we're going to get to Repo Man before she goes. Yeah. We're going to talk about the music of Canada. Even more <laughs> oh, so. Than, uh, <laughs> that's one we're doing when you're not here. Yes, you are, oh, when are you're you, on vacation. Are you doing you're next in, week? Yeah, yeah when probably, you're in Vegas. Yeah. So, but anyway, so it'll be fun uh, to, to, to squeeze in these last couple of shows and then we're yep. done. The, the search... For replacing the impossible. Oh. Yeah. Aww. Are you gonna have, are you gonna let people audition? Uh, probably. Maybe like <laughs> the casting couch will be in effect. <laughs> oh yeah, Spears is oh casting no, couch. good luck. That's for how Kathy got the there. job. Oh. <laughs> oh yuck. Yeah, right. Ah, the soothing refrains of reader mailbag. Hey, it's time for us to read a couple of emails sent into Stuck in the Eighties and with our first email. The soon-to-be-departed Kathy Wass. Aw. Well, this one is very formal. It starts out, Mr. Spears. I was at the Rush concert last night, and after a while, life some changed shirts. For the second set, he was wearing this T-shirt that had two astronauts and an American flag. One astronaut was drinking a beer, and the other was holding a machine gun. <laughs> Do you have any idea what this T-shirt meant? Was it some sort of political statement or just a goofy shirt? Mike Van Galen. That's a good question. I don't think yeah. I noticed that shirt. I think maybe I noticed that they were astronauts, but I wouldn't have noticed the little detail like that. I, I can only assume. Uh, I mean, Sean, you don't know the answer, do you? I do not. It's almost like a little take off the MTV yeah. thing, too. But I bet it's a more bit. sense of humor. I mean, I, I don't think it's that political. I've never known pl- Rush to be like a trying to make a political <laughs> statement. I was more mm-hmm. uh, impressed by Steve's shirt and how it retained so much sweat. Oh, <laughs> I bet. Because it was only about, what, 900 degrees that it, night? It was about, about 89. 89. It was an outdoor it's, show. I don't know if we made yeah, that clear. It I mean, is outdoor, and it's summertime here. So yeah, It wasn't that bad. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would. I like the 40 Amphitheater. It's not concerts. August yet. When it was I a went, nice place. Was when your I went, first show there? First show. I went there for uh, Curioso. That was my first show there, which was right in the middle of summer, and all the goth kids are wearing long black shirts, and you're just like, how can you do this? You're going to die. So, yeah. So uh, my guess is uh, just just uh, Russia's clever sense of humor. So anyway, okay. uh, who's going to read the second email? Sean Daly. Hi, Stephen team. What? Hi, Stephen team. team. We're what just the hell is that? Team. Simon see, Dak. See how easily we can be replaced? I'm, I'm sorry, Simon, if I mispronounced okay. your last name. Stephen team? Stephen team. I know. I came across your podcast completely by accident, but I've, hooked, I've been hooked ever since. Just wondered if you have any plans for a Genesis show. I'm seeing them in London next month. Surprisingly, it will be the first band I've ever seen. Oh, wow. I was only born in 1981, but I'm still well stuck in the 80s. Keep up the good work. Simon Dack or Dacky. Uh, Farnham, Surrey, UK. Wow. That's cool. I'd love to do a Genesis show. We were kind of I'm hope- a huge Genesis fan. Yeah. Rhino just sent me this highfalutin Genesis box set. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I'm thinking um, Genesis, I know, is doing their reunion tour, and they're over in Europe right now, I think, or they're about to begin. Are they coming to Orlando? I don't or Miami. Know. I, I don't, think it's Miami. It's the only Florida yeah. stop yeah. so far. I gotta admit, I will not go to Miami to see Genesis. But if if they come to Tampa Bay, I'll go see them. We'd love to do a show on them. I mean, we probably will do it closer to the time that they're actually in the U.S. Yeah, because yeah. we'll, I mean, we'll cross our fingers, you know, and hope that we get an interview with one of them. But I spent a good part think? of probably 1985 listening to Genesis Abacab. Really, I had a tape. I, I used to love over and over again. Me and Sarah Jane love it. I get mocked universally for my love of the Invisible Touch album. Ew. No, as you should. I love that album. Um, the only good song on that is "Throwing It All Away." That's a great song. I love the whole album. Uh, wow, I, cel- that's I celebrate done. their entire. Do you collection. know Abacab? <laughs> yeah, sure. But then the the, the genesis, uh, genesis, <laughs> yeah, Fender <Genesis>. line. 
the, uh, the, Fender. the Avenger. Avenger's mine. Now Gary. I love it because you just said it correctly. <laughs> he said Roshus the other night. Roshus. We were at. He's like, well, that was a Roshus crowd. Roshus crowd. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's close up Spring. the Stuck in the 80s mailbag. Hey, before you do completely, though, remember, you can always send emails to us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com, and uh, we promise to have Sean actually try to pronounce your names correctly next time. Because we know Steve can't. Yeah, this is all <laughs> too true. Ah, the mystical refrain of Name That 80s Tune. There's nothing mystical about it. In fact, I don't think anyone's ever actually tried to guess. Uh, what it? Yeah, what is it? Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Okay, that's what exactly, I thought. It's not exactly brain sur- science or anything. But brain <laughs> brain science. You know what I'm thinking about? I'm brain thinking, science. <laughs> the fucking new brain science. <laughs> Wow, um, that's all right. We're still tired from our rush show. That's fine. That's fine. I, all it's right. All, it's all good. Steve, what was last we week's? You. Here is last week's mystery tune. <laughs> and uh, th- that wasn't so tricky after all. That was uh, You Make My Dreams Come True by Hollow Note. I thought it's just You Make My Dreams. That's right. Well, yeah. whatever it is. It's okay. all good. <laughs> uh, because it was supposed to be a song from one of the movies about the 80s that was not the 80s. And, of course, that's from yes. uh, Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer. So. so. Anyway, here is this week's tune. Interesting. A little vague. But I think some fans out there will get it. Anyway, if you know the name of the tune and the artist, all you have to do is email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And then check our blog later to find out if you're a wiener. Hey, Stuck in the 80s crew, it's Jay Emmett from Cincinnati, Ohio. Just thought I'd take a second to let you guys know that I'm still listening to the show, still loving the show, and you're still not giving me five episodes a week. What's up with that? Just wanted to let you guys know that next week I will be going to see Def Leppard, Sticks, and Foreigner. I was really uh, happy to hear the Sticks episode, and uh, of course the Asia, the Asia episode last week was great too. Um, also, a little bit of news. They're making a Thundercats movie, and that along with the Transformers movie, maybe you guys should do like an 80s cartoon theme. That would be a great show. Anyway, I'll keep on listening, and remember, as always, I'm stuck in the 80s. Subdivisions, the song that was playing under that great fan greeting. Frog pop. That synth line is totally a pop line. Mm-hmm. You, okay. Steve, talk talk about this a little. So, well, yeah. I mean, I, I just never thought of. I never. I didn't catch that line in your story. To be, to be honest, I don't know why everybody else seized upon it. But I mean, I, I can see both sides of the story. But subdivisions. Was, but if you have prog and then pop right next to it, you see what I'm trying yeah, to do? I'm there, saying, Steve? Yeah, I see. I mean, I didn't you, say pop band. Right. No. Here, here's what's interesting about what I thought subdivision was the best song of the show, and. Um, it was. They played it right after like five or six new cuts in a row, which helped a little bit, you know, because you hear those those beginning notes and you just explode. But when they started playing it, I mean, guys like you know, forty five year old guys just jumped out of their seats and started high fiving and hugging each other. It was like watching a football game. And uh, I mean, am I <laughs> wrong? I mean, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, all around us, people were like just jumping yeah, up and. Be, but because it's the first time, all these people are recognized. Yeah, right? I mean, but but it's also it's but it's not. a great song, and they really played it well live. And I don't I don't have any uh, qualms about saying that that was my favorite song of the night. But ding, right. ding, 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 that keyboard, 
That's like Survivor, man. That's a great song, but you take that. It's a Survivor keyboard line, but then you put in some other cool music. I'm wrong. I stand behind yeah. what I say. Okay. Well, back to J.M. It's uh, message. Yeah, you know, I d- we were aware of Transformers, and I wasn't aware of Thundercats. Yeah. But, and we, every once in a while, we talk about doing a show I just know. about cartoons. I want to do cartoons. God, you know, but I mean, only Kathy's the youngest one here, so she's yeah. Like, I'm the apparently the only one watching cartoons. Yeah, in the 80s. I mean, Saturday I'm mornings, like, I don't know what I was watching on. I sleeping. know what you were watching, but eighties porn. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give it a shot. Maybe one of these one of these times, if we can get a host in here who actually knows anything about the you know the eighties cartoons. But until then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you Care Bears, Smurfs. Oh come I don't on, I don't, the Smurfs. I think I'm going to start calling my private parts Thundercats. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, guys. I'm going to miss you. I bet you are. Hey, that's all we got for this week. But uh, tune in next week. We'll be back with something more interesting and less profane. (laughs) Because just like you, we're we're sitting right here, stuck in the 80s. Ciao. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com slash 80s. Email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes.